0: Coming to you with words and teaching that will change your life forever. All things that you will ever need in your life, they're wrapped up in the Word. Go for the Word. You need to understand this thing. And when you get a hold of it, keep saying it. Don't stop talking it keep saying it keep saying it the bible says in the city of ephesus so mightily grew the word of god and prevailed can you shout amen Amen. i set the course that i must follow in the name of jesus prosperity is mine in the name of jesus the lord is my shepherd i shall not want. he makes me light now Pastors. He leads me beside the sea waters. He restored my soul. Pastor Chris, oh, worth hearing. On Sunday morning, we continued discussing our subject on Christ's purpose in you. And if you recall, Last Wednesday night, we were reviewing this revelation and talking about how to have this revelation manifested in our daily walk. One of the things that I've found among many Christians is that they have a gulf between what they study in the bible and what they see in their lives so a lot of times they wonder if the bible actually means what it says but it does the trouble is most christians have never been taught how to put the word of god to work hallelujah Most have never been taught. There's a lot of good preaching. And there's a lot of good teaching. But teaching of the Word of God is something different. Teaching the Bible doesn't necessarily mean that you're teaching the Word. Anything can be brought out of the Bible doesn't make it true. Are you listening? I believe the word of God is for us to live by. I believe that. If it doesn't work, throw it away. But if it works, then live by it. Jesus is either real or unreal. We either make a decision to believe the whole Bible or to reject the whole Bible. But I believe the Bible. You believe it? The word of God works. I said the word of God works. Amen. Amen. It works. Hallelujah. The word of God is life. It's life life for your spirit health for your body that's what it is life for your spirit health for your body and the word of god is wisdom to live by you can't function in the word of god and fail it's not possible somebody said well i used to be a christian i used to speak in those tongues I used to do all of those things. But it never worked for me. Well, that's your problem. It was not supposed to work for you. Did you ever stop to think about that? It was not supposed to work for you? Now, don't look at me like that. (laughs) It was supposed to be worked by you. The Bible says, work out your own salvation with godly reverence. You work it out. Oh ho 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 ho. That's why I get touched when I hear a lot of Christians praying, prayers that we already know will not work. They're praying, oh God. Intervene in my job. Oh. And just because you're shouting louder doesn't mean it's going to work and if you think you're going to frighten god out of heaven to quickly do something for you you must be joking he doesn't get frightened hallelujah i get excited about the word whoo Even just to think of what I want to share with you, makes me feel like David when he said, My heart indicted a good thing. My tongue is the pain of a ready writer. Alright, so I told you there were four factors necessary for us to put the word of God to work in our lives. And to translate from the theory of God's word to the reality, the everyday reality of the word of God, so that we are not theoretical victors, but practical victors, everyday victors. I'm a victor every day. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm a victor every day every day every day hallelujah every day and then when you become victorious don't get intimidated by your adversaries you measure a man's what by how great his enemies are you don't measure a man's worth by his friends. You measure his worth by his enemies. You got to be smart about that. Most people don't know that. So they wish if they had those friends. Oh, if everybody liked them, things would be better. No. Your worth is measured By the power and influence of your adversaries but the truth of it all is no matter how powerful they are they that be with us are more than they that be with them because we don't go by earthly numbers but by spiritual power hallelujah so if you want to live a victorious life expect trouble and when it comes don't say oh god why me no say glory to god is happening because until your enemies wake up you haven't started doing anything serious or you didn't know that until you stare hell there isn't much significance to what you're doing so when your uncle starts getting mad at you or some neighbors now I'm not talking about when you do something stupid like putting your tape very loud in the morning 6 a.m. and then your neighbor says please I'm getting disturbed," and you say it is the Word of God <laughs> that wouldn't be nice Are you still there? Hallelujah. So, in starting from the book of Romans chapter number 6, we said the first thing is knowing. You remember? We've got to know. It's ginosko. We've got to know. Revelation knowledge. Knowing. Hallelujah. That was the first one. We talked about that. Then on Sunday, we went on to talk about the second one. Reckoning. He said, Reckon ye also yourselves, to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the 11th verse. All right? Likewise, reckon yourselves. That means consider yourself. When you know it, consider it to be so. Now, until you consider it to be so, you know, anybody can read it and say, well, I know the Bible says so, but you know, I don't understand why you don't understand. That's where your trouble is. And Jesus said, so I went forth to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and picked them up. He said, those who received seed by the wayside are those who heard the word of God and didn't understand it. So the Bible says, get wisdom. Get understanding. With all thy getting, get what? Understand. Understand it. If you don't understand it, you lost it. The Bible says, and Satan comes immediately. He doesn't wait. He doesn't wait till you get home. While you're still listening, if you don't understand it, you lose it. So you pay attention so you can understand it say understanding, understanding. Wisdom. wisdom understanding, understanding. Get, wisdom. get wisdom get understanding get, understanding. get wisdom get, wisdom. get, get understanding, understanding. With, all with all thy getting with all thy getting get understanding That's what the word says. Get understanding. All right, now you're looking at Romans, the sixth chapter, and I want us to go to the eleventh verse. Can you read that for me? One, two, go. No, let's go again. Some are still looking for it. Have you found it now? Okay, one, two, go. All right. He said in the same way, consider yourself to be dead. Do I feel dead to sin? No. It's got nothing to do with feeling. He didn't say you're dead to sin if you feel like it. As somebody said, I used to feel dead to sin three years ago, but something happened and since then I've been so alive to sin. I don't understand. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with your feeling. He says consider yourself to be dead to sin consider it so it's a principle of the word of god for example the bible says that we are in christ do i feel like i'm in christ no have i ever woken up and felt that i was in christ no not at all in fact i don't know what it is what it feels like to be in christ Because there's no such description given to us in the Bible. So if anybody said he felt like he was in Christ, well, I don't know what he's talking about. Because the Bible doesn't give us a description of the feeling. So, I don't feel like I'm in Christ. But the word says that I am in Christ. Because I've given my heart to Jesus. Alright? So I am in Christ. Christ. So if any man is in christ he is a new creation so i am in christ according to the bible and it says if i am in christ because i have proclaimed jesus lord of my life he says i am a new creation so what should i do consider yourself to be a new creation because the word of god says if you are in christ you are you is you get it in other words not going to be tomorrow you are a new creation i don't feel like i'm a new creation i may never feel like i'm a new creation but the word says i am and so the principle is consider yourself to be so i say father i thank you i consider myself to be a new creation because i'm in christ jesus see how simple it is now he tells me the first thing is for me to know that if any man is in christ he's a new creation so that's revelation knowledge because you're not going to find it anywhere in the world there are not no newspapers to tell you that time and newsweek will not tell you that cnn bbc will not tell you that are you listening but the bible tells you that and it's spiritual hallelujah so that's a very simple thing for so he says if any man being christ is a new creation know that it is so this is revelation knowledge this is what the word says now if i don't get to know it i may never be able in fact i will never be able to consider myself to be a new creation because i don't even know it's so so the first thing is knowing that i am the next thing is well now that you know what the word says about you you may not feel like it things may not look so but the word says it's so so the next principle is consider it to be so consider it to be so when you feel like and when you don't feel like it, because feeling has nothing to do with it hallelujah Amen. You see he tells us in second Corinthians chapter 5 verse number 7 we walk by faith faith not by sensory perception we walk by faith faith is the response of the human spirit to the word of god you see that we hear the word and when we hear the word our spirit responds because if our minds try to respond no we can't because the mind will try to reason it out and it just wouldn't work but our spirits can respond to that I can accept that Jesus was born of a virgin. But there's no way, in all my biological understanding, to reason that out. In my spirit, I can accept that God raised Jesus from the dead. But for everything that I know biologically, there's no way that the man that died and was buried could ever have come out of the grave. Are you listening? But my spirit can accept it. That's what the Bible says, in the 10th verse of the 10th chapter book of romans with the heart man believes in other words you cannot believe with your brain you cannot believe with your mind your mind can't figure it out but it's your heart your spirit that's what it means by heart with your spirit you believe you believe with the heart you believe with the spirit you don't believe with your mind you see that that's why we can accept we can believe something that our brains cannot interpret to us we just know it's true we may never be able to explain it to somebody because it's not in the realm of reason we just know it's true hallelujah you get it and if you can't believe in your heart in your spirit that jesus christ is the son of god and god raised him from the dead you have received salvation in your spirit but if you can't accept that in your heart Salvation hasn't come to you yet. In other words, you haven't received salvation. Hallelujah. You still there? All right. Now, the third principle is very close to that verse 11. You're going to read from verse 11 into verse 12. One, two, go. hallelujah this is so powerful now what are we looking for in our study what are we looking for we're looking for how to operate the word of god so that what god says can become real in our everyday life that's what we're looking for are you listening so in our study that's why we study the word Study. You study it. You're jerking for something. You're looking for something. Alright? You're trying to find out exactly what it says. You're not just reading, you're looking for something. What does it say? Now, he says, Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed on sin, but alive under God through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's the 11th verse. In the 10th verse, strikingly he says let not sin, therefore reign." is that correct Uh, that 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 startles the mind that startles the mind especially if you've been coming from chapter chapter three where he talked about sin in righteousness in the chapter four and in the chapter five And in chapter 5, there was an expose on righteousness and sin. Now for him to say this in the 12th verse of the 6th chapter, beggars human intelligence. I want us to look at it again. Remember, in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, what does it say? Can you find it? Read it for me. Want to go? All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's what he said. Okay? For all have sinned, and we explained that the other time, if you remember, and we discussed the importance of the three-letter word "for" that begins that verse. All right. Now. He lets us understand the power of sin and how through sin man was condemned. He tells us in the fifth chapter that sin reigned as a king. Sin reigned as a king. Hello? Go to chapter 5. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You in chapter 5, book of Romans. I want to read to you from verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Now that's a powerful verse of the Bible. He says, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. They which receive. Notice he didn't say, actually, for most of what I've heard taught on this verse around the world, they think that the Bible says, they which receive the abundance of grace. They throw in a definite article in there that has no business being there. It doesn't say they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. The original rendering says they which receive abundance of grace. Not the abundance of grace. All right? Now, there's a reason for that. I think I've shared along those lines before. So, not quite sure what the title was. But the point is this. They which receive abundance of grace you know the gift of righteousness that tells us something we can receive abundance of grace in other words it's up to us how much grace each one of us wants to receive some have received more than others that's why he didn't say the abundance of grace but abundance of grace is up to you how much you receive from god that's what paul would say to timothy be strong in the grace that is in christ jesus so some of us are functioning in an enormity of grace while some others are just trying to beg god for a little oh god i'm not asking for too much just give me a little now i don't take a little i take boy, oh, everything as much as i can comprehend with my faith hallelujah well they which we receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness so righteousness is a gift you don't attain it so if you're struggling to become righteous, it's not going to work. The gift of righteousness. They which receive, not the which are given, because they've already been given. So our responsibility is to receive. So the 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 the, the action is supposed to be from our side now. God's already done something and is waiting for us to respond they which receive abundance of grace how much grace do you want and of the gift of righteousness you're not struggling to be righteous he's made you righteous you accept his righteousness then he says it shall reign in life in other words life in the world is not going to dominate them they will not be victims but Victors, They shall reign. Who are those that shall reign? He didn't say every Christian. That's why every Christian is not reigning. You see, a lot of people think that because I'm a Christian, I'm supposed to be reigning. I don't understand what's happening with my life. Why are things going bad? I thought I was a child of God. Okay, my God will not let me down. No, he has let you down already. (laughs) (laughs) You see that? Because you're, you're thinking the wrong thought. He said, They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, receive, receive, receive. They which receive. How can you receive something if it's not been given already? It's available. That's why it says, They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. The margin says, In this life. So it's not talking about heaven. Shall reign in this life by one, Jesus Christ. So I'm reigning by Jesus Christ. Now, years ago, they had these stickers all around the city. where they call it, He Reigns. A lot of Christians like to put it on their cars. He Reigns, He Reigns. And they were suffering so bad. And they said, He Reigns. The problem is not whether He's reigning. It's whether He's reigning on earth. The only way He reigns is when you reign. Can you get it? until you're raining he's not raining because he's gone to heaven so it doesn't matter that you got a sticker on your car he rains he doesn't even like it no no it's true you know sometimes we think we're being humble but we're being ignorant And we think if we say he reigns, then he'll be happy with us no he's in heaven he went back to heaven and sent the holy spirit to come and dwell in us and to help us reign. So, the sticker shouldn't have been reading, He reigns. I reign. Glory to God. I reign. Hallelujah. I'm the reigning one. Woo. I'm reigning. Say, brother, how are you doing? I'm reigning. Imagine, imagine if 12 years ago you had known this. Now, these are the thinkings of my spirit based on the word of god this is the way i've lived see that and if you haven't known this you'd have had a struggling life and wondering what pastor chris is doing are you still there yes. i've been running all the time glory to god hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. all right now we're in verse verse 18 therefore as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation even so by the righteousness of one the free gift came upon all men under justification of life i like that he's talking about adam when adam sinned because adam sinned back there in the garden book of genesis judgment came on everybody that's why he said all had sinned okay it was everybody who sinned all right because adam sinned not because we all sinned but adam sinned and we were in him when he sinned you see that we were in the first adam now you know paul said something he said i speak in the manner of men and that's the way i'm communicating again now when i say we were all in him because we're new creations in reality we were never in him you see that but i've got to get you to come into this class what we're talking about so you see the difficulty of communication and that's why paul said when i came to you i couldn't speak unto you as unto spiritual but as unto carnal even as unto babes in christ so he said i fed you with milk what is milk i'm saved praise god i was in darkness i've come into the light you were never in darkness in spiritual communication you were never in darkness because you're a new creation the man that was in the darkness is dead so you see why sometimes at a certain level we have difficulty communicating When we talk with babes or carnal people, we got a difficulty communicating. And all this redemption and freedom and all this kind of stuff, you know, bless me, bless me, you know. So at that level, they want to be blessed. The babes and those that are just growing want to be blessed. When you come into the realm of the spirit, when you become a man in the realm of the spirit, you don't want to be blessed. because you've come to the point in your life you understand that you are the blessing (laughs) hallelujah see you are the manifestation of the blessing jesus said you are the light of the world how can you make the light to light up again he is the light And You know, the kind of light we're in, there are different levels of light, different glories of light. You know, the Bible says the, uh, the stars differ in glory. Okay? But then, the Bible doesn't want us to walk in some little light. It says if we walk in the light as he is in the light. He wants us to walk in his light. Not just in some little light, you know, trying to get along. All right. So let's go back to... I want you to jump with me to verse twenty. whoo glory to God! Moreover, the law added that the offence might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin, oh verse twenty-one is so powerful. I hope you can get it. That as sin had reigned unto death. Even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. What is he saying? He tells us that sin reigned as a king. Sin reigned as a king. He says even over those who didn't sin, death reigned over them. Because you know, through sin, death came into the world. If you read the earlier verses, you find this. Through sin, death came into the world. And it says, even over those who didn't sin in the same way as Adam did, but it rained from Adam to Moses. Remarkable that it says that death reigned from Adam to Moses. He didn't say death reigned from Adam to Jesus, he said death reigned from Adam to Moses. Death reigned from Adam to Moses. Why couldn't death reign after Moses or from Moses? because the law came and if you abided by the law death had no dominion over you but they failed to abide by the law they couldn't live by the law the law came to give them life god said i put before you blessings and i put before you curses. i put before you life and i put before you death he said choose life and live so through the law life had come even though the condemnation came as well with the law But god showed them exactly what to choose but they couldn't but you see the entrance of the law stopped the reign of death if you could have lived in the spirit of the law as jesus did death would have had no dominion over you and so jesus ended and fulfilled the law and death had no dominion over him until the bible says he laid down his life he said this one thing i received from my father he gave me power to lay my life down and he gave me power to take it up again death had no dominion over him until he laid down his life because our sins were laid on him that's why it was possible for him to die glory to god Amen. now here is paul's teaching he tells us that they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign Instead of death reigning, they shall reign. They could have reigned by the law. But instead of the law helping them see righteousness, the law helped them to see how evil they were. Through the law came the knowledge of sin. So they could not be victorious through the law. But that's the reason the Bible says oh, hallelujah, a righteousness from God has been manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. A new righteousness had come from God. This is the righteousness of Christ. This is the gift of righteousness. That if you will accept this gift of righteousness, you shall reign in life. Death had no more dominion over you. Sin has no more dominion over you. In fact, you read the 14th verse of that 6th chapter book of Romans. Read it for me. One, two, go. You see that? sin was the one that brought death sin was the one that brought sickness sin was the one that brought all kinds of evil poverty all the devastation we got in the world today they came because of sin and if the 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 father of all evil which is satan shall not have dominion over you How can his kids have dominion over you? If sin shall not have dominion over you, poverty shall not have dominion over you. Fear shall not have dominion over you. Sickness shall not have dominion over you. Disease shall not have dominion over you. Death hath lost his dominion over you. Praise God. You see, but this is the reality. This is the revelation. Hallelujah. So he says, consider it to be so. All right, now having this background understanding, we go back to reading from verse 11 into verse 12. Okay? All right. Read from verse 11. Verse 12. Stop. Stop. I can now understand verse 12. I can now understand verse 12. Now I can get the principle. First he says to me, you got to know. So I find out in verse 6, knowing that our old man is crucified with him. I should know. So I'm a new man. The old man is dead. The old man of failure is dead. Okay? The old man that was named after my grandpa is dead. The weak, fearful me is dead. The man that was to fail in life is dead. I'm a new man. So he says, you got to know, knowing. And in verse 9 again, he picks the word, knowing. Then in verse 11, he says, likewise, reckon, consider it. And from our understanding of chapter 5, we can understand verse 12 let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that it should obey in the loss thereof that means take authority oh you didn't get that look at it. it says you got to know you got to consider you got to do something about it let's go again you know a lot of people don't know so they're begging god about their job they're begging god about their future they're begging god about everything oh god let my wife have a child oh please my 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 in laws are un- angry oh you might cry like that and in 12 years nothing might change until you do something you see that you might have a growth in your body and be praying to god to take it away He'll never take take it away you might have financial problems and be begging god about it like he's not hearing you so the first thing is knowing what god says about you in his word the second thing is to consider that what he says is a fact. That is a present day reality. The third thing is to do something about it. Instead of asking God to do something, he says, look at it. Verse 12 says, let not sin therefore rain. Don't let sin rain in your mortal body while you're living in this body don't allow sin dominate you that's what he said don't allow sickness dominate you don't allow disease dominate you he says don't allow it don't let it happen but we are thinking oh god can you do something god said hey don't let it happen now you know who you are don't let it happen so you see when i find something like this my god i have found the truth i'm not going to let cancer have a hold of me no No, I refuse to suffer diabetes in the name of Jesus. I refuse to allow poverty to take a hold of me. I refuse to let fear dominate me. I'm what God says I am. I'm a new creation, superior to Satan. Hallelujah. Superior to fear. Superior glory to God. Are you still there? Hallelujah. See what I mean? let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body in other words take authority you know you consider you do something take authority he says don't let it happen don't let it happen see i refuse to fail you may be looking at your life going down and satan can be telling you a thousand voices "You're you're failing you're going down you're failing. you're going down you say hey hold on devil a child of the King success is in my spirit see the people of the world may be struggling but you don't have to struggle doesn't matter what business you do what job you do whatever it is you bring in the excellence of the spirit. And the Bible says, in all labor, there is profit. Are you listening? So, instead of saying, if I had been doing that other job, if I had been doing that other business, I might have been a success. No. Work as the Spirit of God is leading you. You only move from this to that as the Spirit guides you. Don't just take on another business. Have excellence in everything that you do. Let it come out through your spirit. Are you still there? Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Let not sin reign in your mortal body. Don't let it happen. Don't let poverty get a hold of you. Are you still there? Don't let fear get a hold of you. Don't let it. You don't have to cry to God. Don't let it happen. Say this with me I've made up my mind. Amen to take charge because I'm a child of God. I've made up my mind to take charge. I've made up my mind to produce excellence. I've made up my mind. Sobrahati. Glory to God. Thank you Lord Jesus. Worship him. Come on. Worship the Lord. Hallelujah. This message is an excerpt from a volume series of teachings. To order for the complete volume, log on to www.christembassyonlinestore.org.